Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lance Curve. This is a rant. I'm going to find a way to title it, but I'm all over the place. You ever have a, a day where, and it's not a mental condition, but a day where you, your mind is all over the place, but it pretty much overlaps one central theme, but because your mind not necessarily racing, but you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. I have to say I was up very late last night at a really enjoyable Zoom meeting, and um, I spoke and was received well, and I want to thank everybody who was there at that Zoom meeting last night for um, accommodating me. I was allotted 30 minutes, but we ended up let me there, ended up let me talk for three hours, so I guess it was something enjoyable. Yeah, so I woke up pretty late, but I felt good about that, and I will be getting involved with different organizations and different things that are about the work, not this foolishness, not this narcissistic let's powwow and pretend type stuff because at this time of my life, I'm really all about getting the real stuff done. And again, this is a rant. I will be jumping around and maybe like a bucking bronco, some of you will fall off my my thought patterns because they're going to be coming really fast. And this is the way it usually is, but I on normal shows or monologues, I just kind of disperse them evenly, but we're not dispersing anything evenly right now. I was... Uh, in a text message with a very special person in my life. And um, they said something to me, and it set me off. It set me off. What did, they, what did they say? They said, people really need to figure out what they want out of life and stop using people as props to get it. Ooh! Sometimes people say things, even if they're not trying to be profound, but I take it as profound, I could be in the supermarket checkout line and hear somebody say something in front of me on a cell phone. And it's like, whoa. One time I was in Orlando, Florida, and I was in Walmart, and somebody said something in front of me. And, and, and I wasn't ear hustling them. I wasn't really uh, being nosy or anything like that. But when they said what they said, I tapped them on the shoulder and said, listen, I'm being very polite. I just happened to hear what you said. I'm not being nosy, but what you said was quite profound and really an answer to a dilemma I was experiencing at the time. Now, I couldn't even tell you what that dilemma is. I need to charge my phone up. It's 15%. It's always knocked down. Couldn't tell you what that dilemma is, but or what it was, I forgot, but it was the, the answer. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't just make her feel as though I was being nosy. I said, listen, you were used right now by the creator, the divine force of this universe, to give me that answer. I am so glad. And I wasn't trying to hustle. I didn't know, you know. So um, we talked a little bit. I helped with her bags. And I told her what the dilemma was. And she was like, wow. And I said that. And what she was saying wasn't really talking about the same dilemma that I was going through, right? But it, it, that part of her dialogue with whoever it was she was speaking on the phone with, so this is to show you how signs can come to you from anywhere, from anywhere. I was asking an old drunk one time for directions, and he happened to mumble something after he gave me the directions before I pulled off. I said, wait a second, where did that come from? That was another answer to a challenge of the limit that I had in my life. But see, in this day and age, in the microwave generation, the text message generation, the email generation where we can go face-to-face. You can click a button on a phone call now and go face-to-face. You know, back in the day, only Dick Tracy can do those things with that little camera watch that he had. But these things that we project from the past into the future, 
everything that you know that you see is the product of a thought that they worked on, failed a little bit, and made it happen. So there are things we talk about now that they will happen in the future. I do believe that on the original Star Trek TV show from back in the 60s, the transporter that they had, that you can step up and transport yourself anywhere in the universe, that's going to happen one day. Who knows that we don't have it already? Because, you know, <laughs> the airline industry, they wouldn't want that. You'd wipe them out of business now, wouldn't we? We, we? we don't want the water-powered car because the gas, the petrol industry would be wiped out. So sometimes they delay things. When you have bad sicknesses and pandemics, they have the answer to it. Let one of their leaders get it, and they'll get the cure real quick. Huh? Right. So deception, 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 people using everybody, people hustling everybody, people coming at you. I talk about that a lot, but right now, today, I stayed in my house. I did not go anywhere. And there were several situations that were brought to me, and I'm going to give you proof in a shocking way. You're going to be like, oh, my God, he showed that. He proved that. So stick around on this one because, uh, you know, I'm not playing anymore. I'm tired. I want to do what I'm supposed to do without these people coming around me with their hidden agendas and secret motivations. And usually every show I say that, and I love saying that. That's my patented way of speaking about these things. Hidden agendas and secret motivations. Be real. You know what I'm going to do when I'm down to no Sioux? That's the, that's the busy part of um, more, the more metropolitan tourist area of the city. There are, uh, there's a corner or two down there where they have prostitutes. No, old Skurve ain't going to go down there and solicit for any kind of action. No, 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 I don't do that. But you know what I'm going to do? They have them out there in the short skirts and the boobies hanging out, and they're healthy. They're not crackheads now, so they have shapes, and they're eye-catching to most men. I'm going to walk up to one, and I'm going to give her 100 CDs, which is the equivalent of $10. So maybe, you know, give or take, maybe a little less than $10. I'm going to say, hey, listen, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for being upfront with who you are. You're selling sex and you're making your money. At least you're honest. Action follows thought. You got up one day and you said, you know what, for whatever reasons that you have, and I don't condone prostitution and what it can do to the female, the woman, and her mind, and, and how, you know, I don't condone it, right? But I understand it. But if you do something, be real with it. Hidden agendas and secret motivations. All of us normal acting folks would drive by and look at that woman and say, look at her. She's out there prostituting. But she could also take a gun and put it to your head and take all your money. How about that? You know, she can go in your house and do a home invasion and scare the wits out of you and take everything that you have in there. But she took that blow. That word blow, <laughs> no pun intended. She took the blow herself. She said probably that this is not the right thing to do. I know people are going to talk about me, but I'm going to do this on my own. Hopefully I can get in and get out. We, I don't know the reasons. I've known prostitutes very close to me. The world didn't know they were prostitutes. But you know what? Some may have, have, have had four children at home hungry. I knew one woman who was a prostitute slash stripper, but she was really a prostitute. 
She had a special needs child, and her family turned her back, their back on her. The family was affluent. I mean, affluent out the yin-yang, changing luxury cars every single year and had the money to do it. And as soon as this young lady had a child, and she was always responsible all those years up until that point, and she was almost 30 years old, never asked them for anything. But she had a special needs child, and all she did was ask for a little help according to what they could have afforded. And he stopped talking to her. So can you really look down on this woman? Some people would say, well, go get a job at McDonald's. Go do this. Go to school. She went to school already. She had degrees. So how are you going to look down on her? And I know her private situation. What little help I could give. Couldn't put a dent in. I did what I can do. You know, a little bit here. She was a friend. There was nothing going on with me and her. But we had a really close friendship, and this is why I have a different view of many situations that people just judge and look down on. Oh, no, 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 she's this, and she'll always be that. Let me just say something. I'm not trying to be funny with anybody's mama, but there's a lot of people who have mothers who at times prostituted themselves to get over the hump. But there was no secret agenda or hidden agenda in secret motivation. She took it on the chin. But we have so many people out here who use other people as props to get what they want. And I'm sick and tired of it. Just because I'm on YouTube and all these years of work, all these years and people see me, I'm underground though. I'm not trying to be, you know, I just do what I do. I'm home. I like to talk. Some people like to talk. I talk. Some people don't like it. Some people are jealous of it. Some people want to be me. Some people want to be themselves. To each his own. But I do what I do. It's just an extension of you knowing me in person. I don't understand. But people see what you do and they say, oh, this guy has nice graphics. I do my own graphics. Oh, he writes nice. I write myself. I do all my writing. I do all my stuff. Color coordination and things and branding and whatever I don't know, I try to learn. Because I'm a student of the game. Come on, y'all. In two more weeks, it'll be 23 years. Might as well say it's 23 years now. People don't even stay on jobs for 23. Look, what job is out here that you can last on for 23 years? I've been doing this, so it's easy for me. I could do a lot more, but now I've been chilling. I've been doing one a day. Bringing somebody else on. I would have to say we have a, a, a what is it, Thursday or Wednesday? i got to check. I think it's Wednesday. I'm going to have a fabulous live interview. You have to be here for that. One of those people who tell the deal about some secret societies and targeting. And this woman, it's a sister, very convincing and very charismatic and very entertaining and very engaging. I usually put stuff out without promoting it, but I just have to say, I didn't want to get off the phone with her when I was talking to her. She's going to hear this and laugh. But it's the truth. There's some people who have that energy, right? And there's some people who have an energy about them that when you see them, you just know they're going to make it. And I don't mean just making it where I aspire to go into the system, the man-made system, and I'm going to make it that way. Not necessarily that, but just overall, you know that whatever they're faced in life with, they're going to make it. And sometimes people see that energy on you, right? You may not even know it, that you have that energy. Maybe you might know a little bit of it, but you don't know how people see you. And you carry a light. And we have people who are chosen ones. And the people who are the frauds hate that. 
Because they want to act like they're the chosen ones. They want to prop themselves up like the chosen ones. And usually, because we have YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, it's easy to dress yourself up different than what you really are at the core. You didn't even earn it. You're still a rotten person, but you want to put yourself, you're not going to say you're a chosen one, but you're going to put it out there. And people, once they start talking that stuff, oh my God, you're a prophet. Oh my God, you're a chosen one. Go on and be fake with yourself, but don't hate the real thing. Don't hate the person who's a student of the game. And I want to say this is not a game. This is being real. Your destiny, what you're supposed to do. Some people are there to inform. Some people are here to inspire. Some people are here to heal. And you have this flotsam and jetsam. These people out here who don't even know their destiny because they're so busy putting their damn nose up in your business, right? So they can't find themselves, but they want to emulate you, but you are the real thing, whether the world acknowledges you or not. So for those who know their destiny and who get stepped on and dismissed and reduced, and it's okay. You're going to deal with that for a while. But if you put a rock in the soil and you tell everybody that this Rock is a seed for a mango tree. And you put the seed, the real seed, next to it. Well, not too close. And you say, this is the seed for the mango tree. And that person who planted the seed or the rock is more convincing than you. Huh? And they talk the talk, and you're so happy that you're going to have this healthy mango tree growing in your yard in a couple of years that's bearing. It's not going to bear the first year. It's not even going to be a little sapling at first. But they put down that area where the real mango seed was planted. And so you don't pay any mind. You walk all over it and whatever. But you see something burst up out of the ground soon. You say, what is that? That mango seed that was supposed to be there, that was fake. Because the person that planted the rock and lied to you and said it was a seed convinced you of that. See, we have a lot of convincing frauds out here. But in time... That rock will never grow into a mango tree. And now you're going to feel stupid because they can't sustain the libel for so long. So for that one seed that's real, don't be mad. Don't scream out from the ground and say, well, you know, I'm the real thing. I'm the real thing. No, don't vie for that kind of attention. Be yourself. Do you. You know you're the real thing. Roll with that. Year after year after year, that mango bears fruits and the rock couldn't produce anything. Because the fraudulent people amongst us, these spirits, these monitoring spirits, these fraudulent spirits, these deceptive people, again, hidden agendas and secret motivations, the fake Gucci bags of the world, you know, the fake this and the fake that. And a lot of times, human nature, most of us go for the fake thing knowing it's fake, but we just want to front with it like it's real. So we have these sweet-talking prophets out here on social media claiming to be chosen ones, and they lead you right into hell. They're using you as a prop to get what they want because of their ego needs and their narcissistic cravings. You let them go on, do what they do, because the universe is perfectly balanced, and there's no way that a rock can manifest a mango tree. So be the real seed. You'll be buried sometimes. You'll be unseen. 
but you know inside of yourself you have the life germ. The life germ to bring about a mango tree that for many decades and maybe even hundreds of years will bear fruit so much you'll feed so many families with who you are and what you have on the inside and that fraud rock masquerading as a mango seed can't do a damn thing. And it will be discovered in time, but it's not your job to worry about that. But I want to speak about something I didn't even know I was going to say all of that. Like I said, I'm rambling. I'm just opening up my head. I'm in my living room. I kind of talk better here. I don't know. I could see out the windows all around me and look up and, you know, I got space. I don't know. It's a certain feel that I have in this part of the house. And this is the thing with your dwelling. In certain parts of your apartment, your condo, your house, your yard, even if you live up under a tree, there's certain parts that has a certain vibration, certain energy. And you'll feel better in certain parts of your home than other parts for some reason. Some parts you don't feel as good. Now, see, when, you, when it's already produced, like, you know, you go into a subdivision, you pick a house. You pick the first stage, second, third, fourth, fifth. If this is the biggest house, you might not be able to afford that, so you might get the second one. But it's made because of someone else's specifications. You didn't say, I want this room this way, I want that window that way, whatever. So it's kind of like you're boxed in. Like, certain parts may feel good to you and certain parts may not. But this came from my heart, and every inch of this place gives me that pleasant ache. Hey, I'm 60 years old. Don't I deserve it? I work hard in the system. Lost a lot of money, lost a lot of time, but did I really lose? I learned lessons. So you're not supposed to feel bad about anything that you've lost because this universe, this creation and creator, will restore you overnight. Even if it seems like you're taking a long time to get there. So right now, I've seen so many examples of this. I'm in no rush. Well, people would say, well, man, you're not, you're not 20 anymore. and you, know, you were rushing toward things. Well, I was rushing toward things that weren't to be in my destiny. That's just the way it is. And right now, I'm not making any missteps. Every step, whether it's a four-foot step or a half-inch step where I just move my foot in front of me, a half an inch. Whatever movement I do toward my destiny, I'm happy about it. But I am not going to piggyback or have somebody on me piggybacking, riding my backside to get them to where they want to go when they're acting like they're in my corner. I can't do that no more. I can't give any free rides anymore because there's so many people who are thieves to your life force and you don't even know it. So you have to clean slate. You don't have to tell me to get all, oh, yo, get away from me. No, you don't have to say that. But in your mind, you have to detach. And you have to go down the list and see what their energy is bringing into your life. If they need encouragement, I'm always there to encourage. But if you're sitting there as dead weight, but you've got enough energy to go gossip about somebody else, or gossip about me, or gossip about somebody who is helping me when you have not helped me at all, then you got to go. I'm sorry. You got to go. I want to have a time in my life when I can run free and I'm feeling that way. How else can I talk this way unless I'm feeling more free than I ever felt before? Chaos going on in the world, but I'm more centered within myself because no matter what's going on in the world, even if it was all roses and black folks got reparations and people lived an extra 20 years on their expected lifespan, but I feel rotten on the inside. It don't matter how much goodness is going on in the world. So that's why you got to keep yourself straight yourself. 
charity begins at home. They didn't say charity begins at house. Whether you have a house, an apartment, or a condo, or you live in a tree, it could be your home, right? But the physical part of it is not necessarily the home. The house, the condo, the apartment, under the tree is not the home unless you make it that way. You understand? So many people live in mansions, all the amenities. They have maids' quarters, separate buildings on their property that are bigger than most people's houses. What's the people there name that have the uh, big hotel in Orlando? And they have the biggest mansion in America or something like that. Um, I drove up to the front of that. I had to drop Mrs. Scurve over there. She was doing something for somebody in that circle. Too much information. <laughs> but could you believe, you know, when they have um, the guard entrance, like, like the guard, where, you, know, you know, they have the, uh, the thing that comes down, uh, brain fart. What is it that there? And they lift it up and say, so you can go in, there's a little window there. These people in their own house, their own mansion, guess what? They had two of them. I couldn't believe it. I didn't go in. They were expecting her, so she went in to take care of some business. And it was one. And I'd say about maybe 80 feet behind it, there was another one. Whoa. And this is, I mean, it's a house. It's a mansion. But what's up with that? They know they have valuable things there. They know they have maids' quarters there. And the maids, they may have family that come to the front. Who knows who steals something and slips something out, but that's their concern. All I'm saying is that we guard, we guard our material possessions more than we guard our life force. And you have people who will come to you, and it's easy now with social media you click a profile. Come on, fellas. You click a profile. You see a devastating body and a made-up face. Who knows how many filters and how much tons of makeup they used. And they get the right butt shot and they stand sideways and do the pigeon-toe thing and throw out one hip and look. And you're so caught up in the visual and you send a message and they send a message back and y'all are talking now. And the setup has begun. And I'm not going to say in every single case because there are good people out there. But we give our life force away to people so easy because of the carnal desires that we hold within and we act so decent when we're setting up a trap because you think you're so slick and somebody else is so stupid and you know you want to hit that and quit it. You don't want to do, have anything to do with that woman, but you know exactly what you want to do. I know what you want. <laughs> That's an inside joke with a friend of mine when we, I know what you want Long story, long story But um, this, You already know it So I had one of those episodes Today Innocently Speaking with someone Innocently No Secret agenda and hidden motivation Innocent They stated what they were all about their aspirations, which were really positive. And me having the camera and me being the guy on YouTube. But don't say that too loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, oh, maybe we can do some work together. Okay? What they do is perfectly fitting in with what I do. And people really, they say things, but they really don't want to be a student of the game and put the work in. So I'm like Morpheus looking for the one, like looking for Neo. And Neo ended up being the one, right? But he had looked so many other times. And, oh, you're the one. And they weren't the one. And this is how it is in our life. 
Lots of times we're expecting this person to walk in and be that one. And how many times, ladies, have you been disappointed? And how many times, fellows, have you been disappointed? It happens. But you don't give up. You recuperate. But it happens. So we talk for a while, maybe 15 minutes, and the phone call cut off. And we'll play that part later. I, I don't blow people up, but I have to blow this person up. Because too many times we put out this imagery of being so decent and being so upright. And yes, I have my two kids and I'm a mother and I'm this and the fathers too. And of course, this doesn't mean that the adult things that many people do consensually is something to blow up. Because if you're consensual and what you want to do behind closed doors after dark, if it's in the daytime, in the alleyway, in the backseat, whatever, whatever smokes your drawers, I have no problem with that. But when you come at somebody projecting something so decent, but then you grind me, now you claim you have a situation you need help with and you offer up your charms. And you playing with the person. It ain't playing with me because I know what it is. I'm going to play that for you, but I'm not going to play it for you yet. I'm going to play you a voicemail message. This is going to be one of them juicy ones, so... You might not know where it is, so don't even try to be slick and go fast forward. But before this particular broadcast is over, I'm going to play something for you. And some of the times they get cussed out by clan members or cussed out by homosexuals or cussed out by this one and that one. I'm going to start playing stuff. I'm not trying to reveal a person's personality, but you need to know what I go through. So you click on the Lansker video and you hear him say about, eh, maybe he's telling the truth, maybe he's not. 2024 is the time to show and prove. I don't have to try to convince you all of what I live as far as the reality is concerned. Trust me, long before social media came to be in mainstream, I have lived life in a way that even YouTube can't keep up with it. Because like I told you before, there is nothing that Lansker's eyeballs have not seen. I've seen it all. You're thinking like, well, let me think of think of something. Think of something. I mean, general situations with human nature, right? I've seen US, UFOs. I've had, I've seen apparitions and different things. That are not I've seen those things. We're talking human nature. Anything that can relate between a man and a woman, a man and a man, a woman and a woman. I've been privy to seeing certain things and understanding it in a very special way. So this is why when I share things with you, I know what I'm talking about. I don't have a degree. How many people go to school to get a degree to have a degree in life? But those who struggle and overcome and surmount challenges, they get a wisdom that a school can never teach. So that's why I'm here. So I'm past trying to get somebody's degree to learn the terminology of what's in there. Oh, okay, that's the name of that condition, but I experienced that already, Right? When I went to the High School of Art and Design, they didn't teach me anything because I already knew how to draw. I knew proportion. I knew this. I knew that. And it was boring for me. Not that I'm so, so great, but it was boring. I said, oh, man, you're going to have this guy who never made it in the art world, and he just wants to be a teacher. It's no problem. All work is, 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 is edifying. But you're going to tell me? I wasn't a hothead, but I'm like, visually, I look at something, and that's what teaches me how to replicate how light dances off an object. If you draw somebody's pants and his jeans, it's the light is going to dance off of it different than if it's corduroy or silk. 
You understand? Different fabrics. If you draw a, a metal pole that you hold on to when you're on the subway, the train, or the bus, the metallic way it is, light dances off of it different. So you have to really look and strip away what you think should be and really look into this thing to replicate it. So when I look at people, I don't look at what they put out there as an image on what should be. I look deep past the facade, and that's our damn problem. When people come into our lives with their, with their deceptions, we accept it. We accept the facade on face value, and we get duped every time, and we find ourselves knee-deep in a batch of doo-doo, and it's stinking. A lot of people these days don't want to deal with their issues. A lot of people these days don't want to deal with their problems. A lot of people these days don't want to deal with their challenges. And that's how you learn. That's how you grow. But they want to bypass the challenge and hook up with you into your life and have you inherit the lesson that they're supposed to learn. And that's wrong. You have to man up. You have to woman up. You have to level up. It's wrong. These leeches who leech your life force, who come at you with game. And I'm going to tell you, I talked about the prostitute stroll down there in Osu. Every time I go down there, they're there. Different women. No biggie. Same thing in New York growing up. That's what you saw. Same thing in Orlando. Saw it in Houston. Saw it in Cleveland. So in different places that I've gone to, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., it's everywhere. Especially with this economy getting bad worldwide. It's everywhere. But thank them because they are who they are and they're not hiding it. And I'm willing to bet there are people in your life right now who they have yet to reveal themselves. I'm not a paranoid person because I talk about this all the time. But the day I had today is like, oh, man, there are a couple of hustles of me. That I won't speak on because there are people who listen. I don't want to hurt their feelings, but <laughs> their feelings are going to get hurt when they realize they've been pushed away a little bit. But this one was obvious. I don't know when I'm going to play it, but I'm going to play it. You know what? I'm going to have to do editing and stuff like that. It's not like I'm going to hit a button and play it. So I'll say right about now, I'm going to play it. So now later on, I'm going to go in and put it in the middle and act cool like I just snapped my finger into playing, but it's going to play right now. I just want to say, I'm going to set it up again. Met a young lady on TikTok. I meet a lot of young ladies, a lot of men on TikTok. We talk, we network, they talk about the things that I do, I inquire. Sometimes I meet people who do the same stuff I do, but they do more editing than anything else. Or they do photography, and I ask them a question because I'm not a photographer. I'm not a professional editor. I'm not a professional anything. I'm just a guy who does a hobby that I like to do that some people like yourself, if you're listening this far, this particular monologue, you like what I do, and I'm glad you like what I do because I'm always going to be me. If you listen to the old videos, I'm talking the same way, maybe sometimes a little more reserved, a little more amped, a little more angry, a little more post-orgasmic. Maybe I sound like I'm post-orgasmic. Maybe I had an orgasm five minutes before I started talking, and that adds a different vibe. We're living life. Sometimes I've had to hit the pause button to run to the bathroom. When I come back, I sound like, Whoa, what a load that was. Too much information. But that's just called being human. But yes, just met the young lady. Had a 15-minute conversation trying to find out in what she said she does. 
Okay, well, what is it that you, 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 how far have you gone with this? You say you're this. And I won't blow her up that way, but I have to make you hear it from her voice. And so we were talking, decent conversation that anybody could have heard, PG-13, rated G, not even PG-13. And so we're talking about, you know, and I'm trying to get to the point, like, okay, do you really do this, you know? But it was a sham. Because when I think about the prostitutes down in Osu or down in New York or down in Orlando or down in Cleveland or down in Houston, down places I've been, at least they are up front. But let's coin a term. You know I would never call any of our sisters hoes. But I have to use that word. Because I'm going to use it on you if you're deceptive. If you're hoeing, you're hoeing. If you're hoeing, I have to respect you when you tell me you're hoeing. If I was a guy who was single and out there looking at one of these young ladies, oh, man, you look pretty good. What's your name? Oh, well, let me just let you know, brother, I don't know if you can afford me or not. That's letting you know it's transactional. That's letting you know that there's money involved. That's letting you know she's out there hoeing or prostituting or a lady of the evening. So I just wouldn't call you that. But if you say that to me and let me know that that's the deal, you told me. But don't get up on TikTok. Don't get up on Instagram, which is a haven for this kind of stuff. And there are some women who are obvious about it. But don't come off like you're a mother of two children and you're decent. You're aspiring to be this in this particular field of endeavor, area of expertise. And you just hoeing. Come on. All right. The phone call got cut because of the network, the signal. We lost the signal. So they threw me a voicemail. And like Warner Wolf used to say in New York back in the day, he was a sports dude on the news. He always spoke about different sports. Warner Wolf, whatever happened to him, but who knows if he's still with us. But what he would say, let's go to the videotape. If you don't remember him, you might remember that. So this is not video, this is audio. So I'm going to say just like Warner Wolf, to honor and respect his work on the news, let's go to the audio tape. Let it roll. Listen, y'all. And we lost the connection in the network. Yeah, I'm not happy because I've been asked to move from here. And the money I have you know, is not enough for me to rent another uh, apartment. So I really need help. I really need help from above. If somebody will support me more craft so that I will add it to what I have and, and get another place, I will be happy. Yeah, I like chilling. I like chilling, especially someone I like, like you. Okay, I know you have a wife. We can mingle. But this is my problem now, so I'm not happy. I, I manage myself to laugh with you. I'm not, I'm not happy. God is my witness. Hmm. I'll make you happy if you allow yourself for me to mingle with you. I'll make you happy. Is it what you want? Is it sex, kissing, everything? I'll make you happy. But right now, I need a place to stay. If I don't have any place to stay and I'll be asked to move from here, I can't be happy. I can never be happy. I, I always cry 
but I'm praying to God for him to send me an helper. So that is me. Okay. <sighs> People grimy. Again, if that's what you do, don't paint a different picture. Don't paint a different picture. And I'm not saying it's just people in Ghana. But we know that this economy is really, really, really rough for the people who are not working here. I have to say that. You're not working, what are you going to do? Even when you work, the pay scale is so... You wouldn't believe it. I'm going to tell you. There's a young lady in the mall. Young lady who sweeps up and you know empties out and just continually moves. You know the people who have that little little garbage scoop there, you know, and they can stand up and it's got a long pole on it, and they have a long, little broom, little short one, not a long broom, but they just sweep, 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 sweep. Even when there's nothing there, you better look like you're moving if you want to get paid. Sweep, sweep, sweep. So we found out that here in Ghana, and again, that's not a put down to the country. When she told us what she made, we couldn't believe it. The equivalent monthly, monthly, y'all, monthly official job in the mall with uniform and everything. You want to know how much it is? I'm going to play with y'all. Hit it up in the chat room or the comment section, whichever way you, and do it quick because if it's a video that's already up, you know, I'm going to say it. People would say, well, maybe she made $250 a week and maybe got $1,000. Now, remember, it's not dollars here. It's CDs. But we will speak of it as if it's dollars because most of the people listening to this video might be someone from the United States. So we'll say the equivalent of in dollars. I don't know how to do it in pounds, but pounds, it's a little more, but it's still kind of not neck and neck, but a little more. This was no money, y'all. I couldn't believe it. And so that makes me understand the mindset of many people who got to make it and who compromise themselves. And again, I'm not against someone who is in a desperate, desperate situation. But don't tell me that you're aspiring to be this in this particular field of excellence in the entertainment world. Show me your body of work, especially when you get to a certain age. But we found out that this young lady makes the equivalent. Drum roll, please. Oh, I don't have a drum roll yet. I got to download it, but let's just imagine we're hearing a drum roll. But bing! $80 a month. $80 a month. Do you hear me? Eight zero. And that's with a lot of jobs here. So when I hear, and this is off topic a little bit, right? But I hear a lot of folks from America, oh, I'm going to come to Ghana. No, I don't have a retirement or any income from anywhere else, but I'll come there and work a job. Which I'm not saying everything pays like that. And there's not enough jobs. It's like musical chairs. It's like you're playing musical chairs with 10 people and they're dancing around three chairs. And the music stops. And so you got seven butts that don't have a seat. Seven butts that don't have a seat. Maybe three if one has a narrow backside and a half a butt cheek is sitting, but you can't have two butts on one seat. So seven people are left standing. So every little thing, you do not waste. 
I'm not putting the people down for that. All I'm saying, if you do what you do, you may not want to broadcast it in public, but don't lie about it. Don't lie about it. Oh, I know you have a wife. You just, we, you ain't know me for 20 minutes. And you orphan up your old behind to me like that? You even know me. So now, listen, fellas, let's talk about this. And I want the ladies to listen closely. I'm not saying all ladies are like this. <sighs> okay. Sarah was single. And I went in for that offer. Even though she said, oh, I know you have a wife because I said, all, you know, the bio. Like, okay, I'm Lance Gerv and I do this and I'm married. and all that, all, you, So you know. Right? But say I was a single dude and went in for it. How do I know that the living situation that you were in, you weren't offering yourself to that former landlord? And he took it. But he got tired of you and found somebody else who just didn't want to be bothered with you no more. He helped you for a time and you didn't want to leave. Maybe he said, I'll let you stay here two years, two years. And when I knock that door, as long as your kids are not awake, you know, you need to answer it. It could be once a week. It could be seven times a week. But because of this, I'm going to let you live here for free. I'm going to get all I can get. He's telling you so you can't get mad. So, ladies, when a dude tells you something, you don't have to accept it. But he told you. So it's either for you to accept or not accept. Right? So let's just make up a scenario to paint a little picture of what it could be. The dude wants to get rid of her. Right? He's been dipping his wick into the wax, making some fire in the candle. It ain't no candle. You know exactly what it is. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, baby. <laughs> I always feel a little musical during one of these. I'm crazy, y'all. I'm flowing tonight, right? We got to do Neil Fraser's show, and I still have not heard from him. Um, my Facebook Messenger, y'all, the app, it doesn't work for me. And I uninstalled it, and I reinstalled it, and that's how he contacts me. So always... If you contact me on the app, really just try to get to the email, lance at lancecurve.com or scurvemedia at gmail.com, which that is so overcrowded. But my, G, my, pro, my other mail, lance at lancecurve, nice and quiet. I see your messages and they don't scroll down as fast. But say, for example, she's living there and everything's going along according to their plan and she likes it. She's enjoying herself too. Come on now. That thing feel good both ways. He's doing this and doing that. And blah, 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 blah. You know what that means. And all of a sudden, he has a change of plans. He meets a new young lady and wants to be, who knows? But she's been giving it to him. And she's offering this to me. But in giving it to him, he says, I, if you want to live here anymore, I don't want to use the condom anymore. And she's like, but we have to be protected. Nope, 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 nope. If we can't go without the condom, then guess what? The deal is off. Oh, I don't have no way to live. I haven't been saving no money. Well, then she goes ahead and lets them spray freely. You know, spray freely in heaven's gates. And even though she may be clean to a point, she doesn't get the regular checkups that she should get. And there are things that can get in your body that are dormant. And they can kind of lay under the stone for a while and percolate. You know, there's nothing good about percolating stuff. She doesn't know she has it. Let's say I was a single dude. I was like, yeah, okay. How about you come over here and stay with me? I'll let you stay. But no condom, and I get what I want with 
any orifice that you offer. And I jump in the pool. And the water gets me wet. But there's something in the water that has my skin itching. And I go to the clinic and find out there's something I can't get rid of. You see where this is going? One person's deception and the offer to the lower desires of a man, if he is controlled by that, can change his life. And here you are saying, I know you have a wife, but the kissy, kissy, licky, licky. She didn't say licky, but the hugging. We know. Come on. Tell me. Do you think that that's all it was going to be in her mind? That would change the life of so many people. Yes, many of us have made misjudgments in the past and jumped in pools that we shouldn't have gotten into. But after a time, you're supposed to know what's up. After 15 minutes of meeting somebody online, you offering up your backside? It has happened to me lots of times. I understand that because we're humans. Like that though? How do they say it? I'm saying no. <laughs> you know what I mean? We live in a desperate world. Desperate times, I understand that. But I got to be wise enough to say, well, if you offer this to me, and we started out on a legitimate conversation. Really, this is what you do? I'd like to ask you about how that is in Ghana here. What's the procedure? What are the avenues? You see, I'm very inquisitive. I like to find out things, and I offer information to people to help them out too. But come on, y'all. Look how quick you went from one side to the other, which means you on TikTok. You on TikTok for that sole purpose only. And really and truly, how do we know if that's really the issue? How do we know if you're not just a person who doesn't want to go out on the street corner, but you want to sit up in the confines and comfort of your own home without that dire issue that you claim? So I'm supposed to, oh, you're okay. I'll, I'll give you $1,000. Like I said, I know people in bad situations. And some women will do things and have a starving kid or some ailment or a sick mama or whatever. I'm not knocking you when you make that choice. But you want to try to play somebody? That quick? You heard it? How does that come into play when you're actually in a situation where you're going to be put out on the curb? All of a sudden, you throw in that, and I'm telling you, all day I check back, they still on TikTok all day long. So you hoeing from TikTok, TikTok hoes. So don't get mad for me calling that lady a hoe, because that's what she's doing. If you walk into a room in the hospital and say, that's the doctor, does he get mad? Because he's the doctor. Oh, that's the cashier at McDonald's. Do I get, you get mad if you're the cashier at McDonald's. We are who we are in different positions. We're all passing through. We're all moving through. So how are we going to front with what's going on in our world? How are we going to manipulate? This lady could be sitting up, living up in a lap, lap of luxury and probably making, could be making $1,000 a day, which would be probably like 12,000 CDs. We come with the games. We come with the games. With a woman, that's not the first thought that comes to her mind unless that is what you've been doing. Unless that is what you've been doing. And if that's what you do, be real with it. Don't come try to lie. You on TikTok all day, maybe you don't even have no children. I know people who got eight, nine, ten children. They're on social media all day long. I don't know why. Focus on your kids. But it's a very deceptive world out here. And people 
many people, not everybody, some people do fall into real tight situations. I have no problem with a person who may want to compromise himself. But that's your choice. That is what you do. But you have to face the consequences of it and have accountability. Accountability, that's a word that many people don't want to deal with. Because when the blowback comes from a decision that you've made and you have to be accountable for it, a lot of us don't want to face that. But don't play the game unless you understand that you can come up as a loser. You can come up with a shorthand. You can come up grabbing the crappy end of the stick. This is what we have to understand. But again, guard yourself, people. I spoke about that yesterday. I'm saying it again today. Guard yourself. Someone tried to throw me some messages today. And it was a hustle. And I'm going to say it this way. They said nothing indecent. This was a young man. But the words that he used on the low low, on the low low, like like subtle. I have a friend of mine who has been a cop all his life. And I'm pretty sharp because I grew up with these guys and I kind of have that chip inside of me where I can see things what they are. But this one, I wasn't paying any mind like that because I met this individual at a gathering several weeks ago and pretty up. Upstanding. But I said to myself, I said, listen, something's fishy with this. So I sent the dialogue from the young man's side over to my friend. I said, what do you think about this? He says, you see the words he's using? And that things are tight right now and he's not making any money? He says, man, that boy wants to come over your house and be a sex slave to you. Don't you see how? I'm not going to say the exact words because I'm not trying to make him feel bad. I said, what? And when I really looked into it, I said, you know what? This is glaring. You're absolutely right how he worded this thing in such a decent manner, but it had a double meaning. Again, the damn deception. So if I was into that type of man-on-man activity, I'd know it right away because I know the lingo of that world. You see, they have ways of you know, wearing keychains on certain pockets and wearing handkerchiefs hanging out of one pocket. That's the way it was back in New York City. So in that world, when you're on the make, when you're on the prowl, there's certain things. There's certain secret societies out here. I ain't gonna lie. You got certain secret homo societies, certain secret lesbian societies. Different countries may do it different ways, but they have ways of spotting each other. Now, he didn't spot me in that. He was kind of making the offer. And crossed his fingers thinking, yeah, sure, there's something you can do for me. Because that was one of the lines. Is there anything I can do for you of service? Really? Really? Service? You want to do for me a service? What, you going to come mop my floor? What, you going to do, clean out my refrigerator, wash my clothes, cook some food? You know what you're talking about. But I'm not going to say, come on, baby, because I ain't with that. Deception. They know what they want out of you. They know what they want out of you. They spot you and, and evaluate you 
and say, this is what I want out of them. This is what I'll do, but I don't really give a damn about them. I want what I want with their life force. They don't even care to ask you if you're doing good. If you can handle taking the weight of somebody else's issues, especially when they made a problem or a challenge. I wouldn't even say challenge. When it's unrighteous, it's a problem. They made a problem for themselves. And now you, the stranger who, like ships passing into night on, at a gathering, on social media, you're supposed to now take them dumping their problem on you and you have to unravel it. And when you nurse them to health and freedom out of this problem, they fly away happy and leave you exhausted from figuring out their sugar honey iced tea. Their S-H-I-T, their sugar honey iced tea. And you keep doing this and keep doing this. And you realize that you don't even have any energy for yourself. And you look around. 18 years old. You know, you're full of life. And I'm going to say it again. I think I said it before on another podcast. You're 18 years old and you're looking at the world. You're looking at somebody and they're 30. Oh, you're old. <laughs> Forget about me. I used to think that way too. And now I'm 60. I'm like, whoa. When I was 18, I would have said, they're ancient. But I ain't ancient because I know my role in this universe and how we go on in our energies, even when we transition. I'm cool with that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. That song never loses its cool for those who know it. What was the name? Diggable Planets? I think it was the name of the group. Cool like that. Diggable, diggable Planets. I think that's what it was. Go ahead on YouTube and search that up. Cool like that. Diggable Planets. So digible or diggable? I'm not sure, but it's something, something planets like that. Spell it out. Anyway, the passage of time fools us all. We think we have more time on the clock than we actually do. Because that day that you might transition, in whichever way you go, you might be making plans for tomorrow and you go to sleep and don't wake up. It might be that morning thinking about what you have to do and how maybe you want to swing by the social club afterward to talk to your friends. But you never make it. You leave out of your house and you think about what you're going to take out of the freezer and the fridge to cook for dinner. But you never make it back home. I'm not trying to be a doomsayer. All I'm saying is try to appreciate the time that you have no matter what the age you are. Because there's going to come that day you're going to have to face how fast the passage of time really is. And I picked the number 18 because when you're 18, boom, you look around, whoa, I'm 22 now. Got here kind of quick, but I'm still 22. Boom, I'm 28. Coming up near 30. Dang, I was just 18 the other day. Boom, 35 years old. I'm between 30 and 40. How'd this happen? Boom, you touch by 40 like a Baseball player running around the bases after hitting the ball way over the fence in center field and you're just routinely and ceremoniously running the bases because you know that you got a home run. So you pass by 40 like a second base. But then you're 48. Then you're 55. Then you're 60. And after 60, you jump in decades. You blink your eyes, you're 70. You blink your eyes, you're 80. You blink your eyes, you're 90. Boop, boop, boop. So whatever it is that you have to do, please do it now. 
and watch out for these Decepticons who are out here in life ready to suck your life force for their secret agenda and hidden motivations. They want to hitch their cart onto your horse. They want to hitchhike and they want to get over on you. They want you to pull their weight and they will come out of nowhere. Let me tell you something. Every week, total strangers now, total strangers that you may have a dialogue or a sentence or two. Oh, I love your artwork. Oh, thank you so much. Did you say another sentence to them? You're not trying to hit on them. I'm saying when it's women. Or maybe it's some guy that thinks you're some old geezer and you have nothing to offer and they got something going on. You say, hey, you know, okay, you like my work? I like your stuff too, right? But the bottom line is, they don't pay you no mind. But when they broke, when they're in a tizzy and have an issue, they know how to call you. And I was speaking to my close friend and brother. And he said, Lance, you know I got you. There's anything. But we all have our challenges, which some people call problems. We all have things that we're struggling through. You can have a house that's paid for, and, and you have lots of money coming in, but you may have certain issues financially, or maybe it's a family-related thing, or maybe you have a family member that might be sick, and you have to pour your money into that, but the other people don't know that you're financing the health situation that your family member has. We all have things that we're going through. So me, I don't try to tax nobody. I could be walking miles and need cab fare to come home and I'm like, I'm going to save this money. I'm just going to whistle and just walk. <laughs> it may take me three hours to get home, but that's the kind of person that I am. And if I ask, trust me, it's got to be. But I kind of get off when not asking if I need help that way financially. I'm like, this is a lesson in this and I'm going to tough this out. Because there's a lesson in this. Like I always say, You've got to understand sour in order to appreciate what's sweet. I've been saying that for years. Maybe somebody took it and said that it's theirs. No, that's a Lance Scurve quote. You lie if you want to. People who know me. And there's another one that I have. I've been saying this from the early 80s. And my brother, in his good days, Reminded me of it. And what is it? It's better to initiate change in your life than let change initiate you. I have a lot of quotes and things I've said that people remember and I don't even remember. But those two, those are mine. Maybe it'll be written down somewhere and they say, well, the person that said it, the name is Lance Gerv. What the hell is a Lance Gerv? But if what I said affects you, then it did its job. I don't have to be associated with the things, things that I'm inspired by because I'm inspired by it in a divine way. Just like the quote that I said in the beginning of the program when my dear sister shared with me in a text and not even meaning to stoke those energies that made me stand here for this time to monologue and rant what was in my heart. It jump-started me. Maybe I'm a little too heavy-handed. I don't do that all the time, so don't be afraid to shoot me a voicemail or, or a message or something. I don't do that, but I was just so, in a way, upset 
really looks like she's playing me. Like, you're just going to come say that I'm going to come run with money? Oh, no. I ain't weak like that. And again, this is something else I have to say. You probably had me talking a little more because I wanted to time it around this particular time so I can get ready for um, Neil when he reaches out to me. You have to understand that your life force is pre- precious. And lots of times we think sex feels good and we can just do it when we want. And that's your choice. You can do it, but I'm learning a lot because, you know, you all know, if you listen to the older shows, I have been out there. I've been a little wine-time myself, to, <laughs> to say the least. But as you get older, you get wiser. And the other quote that was said to me, the other thing that was said to me last, if you met yourself of years ago when you were out there like that, you most likely wouldn't have liked yourself. And I thought about it. And I said, you know what? You're right. Because I was just slinging it. I was just giving it out. I was going to break records. It had nothing to do with ego. I just liked the way it felt. And I was just like that. Never said no. But now, looking back, mm, me and the old Lanskerve couldn't have gotten along. I would have been like, bro, you're wasting your time. These people who don't even deserve you. Not that I thought I was better than anybody else. When you know your destiny, you know your value. And these people don't deserve you who lay up with you just just to lay up with you. They're getting the benefit of your goodness, of your life force. It's not just a matter of a little friction and an orgasm and that's it. Those astral tubes that I spoke about yesterday, they are now connected to you and have a direct connection to your life force because you forged this bond sexually. Now, if they're cool and they're good people, I'm not going to knock it, right? We all know good people in our life. But these Decepticons who will fool you on other levels and actually take from you the best part of you, your kind heart. See, it's not just a matter of friction and orgasm and that's it. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'll see you whenever I can. No, you are connected for 12 years. I've learned this for 12 years. You're drinking crotch sauce like it's Coca-Cola. Twelve years. They have a direct connection to you. What do I mean? Okay, put it this way. Say you live in a subdivision, right? And in that subdivision, there may be like mm, 50 houses. Let's just say, I don't know how much. Sometimes it's 30, might be 100, right? But in this subdivision, you pay for electricity, and let's just use our imagination, use our imagination and creative caps to put on our head. You pay for the electricity. You have electrical outlets on the outside of your house that you can plug in a lawn, or not a lawnmower, but the, um, the hedge cutter, or maybe a circular saw you're doing work outside, or maybe a TV, you're having a fight party and you're doing a barbecue. You have outlets, multiple outlets. And your neighbors have a way of plugging in to those outlets an invisible cord that runs to their house and powers their house with the power from yours. Okay? So you get your light bill at the end of the month or beginning of the month or whenever you get your light bill. And you're like, wait a second. My light bill is usually, I don't know how much in America it is. I know it's super dirt cheap out here. My light bill is usually, and y'all, for the sake of fun, tell me your light bill, if you have a light bill, because sometimes you rent, and that comes included, but just for the sake of having fun, 
My light bill is this and this and that. Let's say your light bill is $80 for the month, $60 for the, I don't know. Some people don't put lights on at all and they don't really use as much, right? But then you're used to a $60 to $80 light bill and your light bill comes in at $3,500. Yo! Even Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles can see that there's something wrong. So you go down to the light company and say, yes, this is the bill that originated at your premises. And you don't realize how many invisible cords are connected. Not just the people next door, but they got long invisible cords. You powering everybody in that subdivision and don't even realize it. And like I said, let's say there's 50 houses here and you laid up with 49 people. And you did one, five of them this year and 20 of them, you know, the next year and Within that 12-year window when you're still connected, you have all 49 or 50. If this just make it round number 50. You know what a power drain that is on you emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually? Because you're going to feel back. It's not just a matter of draining you. You're connected. So when you have this type of intimacy with someone and they're upset that day, well, you're going to feel a little bit of their being upset. And there's another one who's really sad and depressed and suicidal. And you're usually upbeat, but for the next 12 years, you're connected to them. This is why you cannot open yourself to everybody on any level. You better know them. You better vet them. Because that invisible connection, just like those invisible electrical cords going to all these houses that you're paying the bill for. And you wonder why you wake up in the morning time and don't feel like getting up out of bed. And you say to yourself, wait a second, this is Monday morning. I relaxed all weekend. I listened to music. I cleaned the house casually without rushing. And I told myself that I'm not leaving the house. I took a nice bubble bath and I put the candles around the tub and I had my book and I was reading the book. I even dozed off in the tub. It wasn't that high water to fall and drown, but I dozed off and I was relaxed. Everything went well. I didn't even get too many phone calls this weekend. Nobody came over. I should be recharged. I ate real good. I slept real good. But you don't realize you're subsidizing with your life force, 50 other people or four other people or whatever amount of people that you've been involved with on an intimate level. And this is something I know personally. Because I used to walk around phys physically with lots of energy, but I was drained in my spirit. And walking around lots of times confused. A confused mind because my mind was hitched up to their mind. And my mind was hitched up to this person's spirit or their anger, or their being confused. And this period for me in my life is the most clean that has ever been. Most clean. I'm up in the mountains. <laughs> I go out over to the balconies in the middle of the night and look over and just nothing because the clouds came down or maybe I see for miles. And I feel that sense of connectedness to nature and the cleansing 
And there's lots of cleansing that has to be done. And I have a theory also that it's not just a 12-year thing, and that's what I found out in my studies. For some, it could be 25 years if they sunk their claws deep enough into you. It could be super casual. It maybe not be 12 years. Maybe it's six. But how long will it take for you to cleanse of these people who have titillated you with the release of the big O, the orgasm? And you went for it, but they duped you because now they're connected to you for, I'm not going to say forevermore, but for a long time. So they love to see a person who's full of life force. They love to see a person who's full of ambition. They love to see a person who's steadily going after their goals methodically and relentlessly because if I can hitch my invisible cord to their life force, boy, what a return I get. And all you got to do is cock your tail up and offer it for a little pleasure, a little release. And I got you like that. So women and men, you got to take sexuality a lot more serious. And if people who knew me 40 years ago heard me say that or 35 years ago, <laughs> you're talking about that as crazy as you are. It's promiscuity, and it wasn't pr promiscuity, it was just that I never said no. I had a nice body and a nice face and personality, can talk and nice to be around, and Lance, come over, 2 o'clock, I'll leave the door unlocked. And here I am, walking like the mummy with both hands in front of me. <laughs> just, okay, I'll be there, <laughs> right? And we all have reasons why we do what we do. But I just want to share that with you. I want to talk about those things even more so, because there's a lot about human nature that we have to talk about. There's a lot about human nature that we have to talk about. It's a vast topic, how we relate with each other. It's a vast topic when we realize that we are our own universe. But I hope that phone call enlightened you as to how grimy people can be. Because even if you didn't know the back end of it, from the beginning, oh, we lost the signal, the network, and I'm not happy, and uh, oh, I like you, and... Uh, sex and kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy. What? <laughs> Be careful of who's around you. Be careful of their intentions. I've had people that I considered in my inner circle, and they were the biggest Decepticons, not even to just use you, but to use you and want to destroy you after so they can shine over you. Whoa, that's deep. But I'm rope-a-doping everybody. And no, not everybody, because I have an inner circle, but it's much tighter than it was before. But I've been through it. And I don't want you to have to go through it more than you have to, but it's going to happen to you. And in the comments section, as much as you can, I'd love for you to maybe share a story, not specific, you don't have to tell your business like that, but in a general way. I had a friend who rocked with me for 20 years and he stole money from me, or I was... Cool with, you know, my girlfriend. We were in high school together, but the husband, he put his hands on me and came on. You just, let, let, let's hear it. Let's share it. Let's share it. And also, you can go to the comments section of Lanskirt.com. I'm going to put it up in this chat on top. Click there. Leave the comment there because they erase comments on YouTube. So you don't want to leave a comment and share in the conversation and it's gone. So do that. I'll provide the link for this particular monologue in the comment. I'll make that ahead of time, right? So we're going to do that. But anyway, I just hope you got something from this. 
If you like this style of monologue, let me know and I'll do them every single day. It's no problem. We go live, we'll do it. I'm here, I got time, I'll vent. But I'll vent with a purpose that you can say, hey, I identify with that and that's the best way to deal with that situation. That's what I'm into. Human nature and protecting ourselves. Because these days, no matter how pretty a situation looks, it could be a trap. And it could be a trap that ties you up, not only for days, months, or a year, but for years and decades before you realize that you're being drained. Just want to say that I love you all. Thank you so much for being here and the time that you spent with me. On to the next one. Leave your comments. Let's vibe. Hit me up and let me know what you want me to talk about because I'll talk about anything. There's not a topic out here. I'm not saying I'm a scholar and know everything, but when it comes to human nature and dealing with the human psyche and how human beings can be toward each other, I can go to the highest and I can go to the lowest because best believe, you best believe, Lance Gerv has dealt with it all and I'm here to share. Much love to you all. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing. If you throw me a little bit for a cup of coffee or a little something, hey, I'm going into senior citizen ages, and uh, hey, I have a limited income, so that would help too. But it's not mandatory, all right? I do this out of love. Much love to you all. Don't forget, LanceGurve.com. Peace. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at LanceGurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.